Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 215 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more as well as what's going on in our own lives. And Carly, I missed you so much. I was away last week, uh, busy traveling. How have you been and what have you been up to? I have been great. Uh, I'm glad you had a good trip. I had another uh, silver fox, as we'll call it, replace you on Monday, my husband, Adam. <laughs> no yeah. one can tell the difference. No, no one. <laughs> yeah. Other than the background it. changing that no one would know. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been uh, keeping it low key. I was also on the West Coast. I know we were like ships passing in the night. Uh, I know. we. You you were in Disneyland and then I was in Disneyland and then... <laughs> Yes, for, for those not familiar, uh, you know, Universal Hollywood and Disneyland are uh, not near each other. Uh, so it's a drive. It's a drive. It's, it's a bit of a drive. So uh, I wanted to ask you. Uh, so I did HHN Hollywood. I yes. had a frequent fear pass this year. I had gone earlier in the season. Last weekend, I went three nights in a row to really wow. get my money's worth. So that's I a lot. Wow. Seven times. Uh, I wanted to hear about your experience. I I did not have that luxury. Uh, I had uh, I was one and done. Um, I do have an annual pass out there, uh, but I did not have a frequent fear. I just bought a one night ticket, and I also bought, uh, which I highly recommend, uh, the uh, their version of an early entry pass. Um, in here in Orlando, if you are an annual pass holder and you have a ticket to the event at night, you can automatically do the stay and scream, which uh, lets you get into houses early. Um, out there, you have to, even if you're an annual pass holder, have this kind of early access bridge ticket. Otherwise, you're confined to the upper lot. Um, with that ticket, you get down to the lower lot, and I was able to get through Stranger Things and Holidays in Hell and... Um, mm -hmm get up to the upper lot in time for the things there as long as you uh you know there's kind of a rolling opening of the houses i was able to do all the houses except for exorcist and i skipped exorcist because i did not enjoy it in orlando and i did uh based on videos thought that the uh the hollywood version wouldn't be any better so i did skip that but i did everything else in the event and overall i was very impressed i think it's come a long way since the last time i attended in 2019 uh, a lot less black hallways. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. um, I really enjoyed the terror tram. Um, I found that overall the event uh, does not necessarily have the sense of humor that uh, in you know the houses in Orlando, we always have one or two kind of comedy houses. Uh, we didn't have that in the houses so much, but the terror tram kind of made up for it with its sense of humor. Uh, and I love being able to walk past the psycho house and through the world, the world set. Um, I even, uh, you know, I enjoyed some of the food. I had a surfer boy pizza, which I thought was yes. was pretty decent. So much better than the Orlando one. I was so bummed with the Orlando one, but they use their already. They have pretty good personal pan pizzas at Universal Hollywood, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what the base is for it. I also had the surfer boy pizza, very good. The demogorgon pizza, did you try that? I did. I did not. I could only eat so much. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's why it's good to go back 
again and again because yeah. I, you know, it's not always a priority. Uh, so Chucky, I love Chucky much more out there. I, I was going to say my two top things this year were number one, Chucky. It was the worst house I thought in Orlando by far, yeah, and I thought it was the best house in Hollywood. Uh, those yeah. animatronics were spot on. Um, it, it did have humor, but also a ton of gore and uh and really aggressive cast uh i thought that was 10 out of 10 and the other thing i loved was the purge um i love the Waterworld show and this was everything i like about the Waterworld show plus lasers and, and dubstep EDM. edm and uh lots of blood i have never seen that yes. much yes. graphic gore in a theme park show uh, you could hear the whole audience just go ooh. it was great i loved yes. it no i love it there's a total I hope you'll agree with me, a different vibe to Hollywood than Orlando, like much different vibe. It's a kind where like, I enjoy going back because even if I don't do houses, I enjoy the atmosphere of walking mm. around. I think the scare actors in on the streets are much more in your face. Mm. I think the pumping music throughout also, I don't know, it gives you this vibe. It's like a darker, I guess that's what you kind of said with, you know, there's no like fun kitschiness. It has yeah. a darker vibe and it's almost like you're at, kind of just like the best dark Halloween party ever. I don't know. It's really, it's really hard to describe yeah. the difference. No, I, I think you're right. And uh, I, you know, for years I was like, no, the Orlando version is so much better than Hollywood's event. But uh, I think that, you know, it, they've, they've pulled even in their own ways. Some, they still have, you know, differences. Um, but I really, really enjoyed my time in uh, Hollywood. And uh, the other thing I will say is if you were ever out in Hollywood, the only thing that was better than my visit there uh, was my visit to the Magic Castle. Uh, if you ever are given an opportunity to visit the Magic Castle, do it, do it, do it. Um, it's hard to describe except uh, like a mashup of the Adventures Club and Sleep No More. Uh, with world-class magicians. Um, it's this, so cool. uh, um, you know, you could, if it was just the building and it was just exploring this incredible maze of rooms and, and kind of uh, gothic Victorian design, that would be enough. But in each room, there's a different, uh, you know, illusionist performing and uh, there's great drinks and food and, uh, it's a members-only thing, so you have to be invited. Uh, so find someone who's uh, a member or a magician and get yourself in there because... Did you stay over? Oh, no, no. There, There is a hotel. If you mm -hmm. stay at their hotel, you can also get in. Um, we had uh, our friend, shout out to uh, Attractions uh, correspondent, friend of the podcast, Greg Dow, who was performing there and hooked me up. Uh, just one of the best evenings of my life. Love it. Uh, but you've got to dress nice. And if you go during Halloween, you have to wear a costume, which is something I did not discover till I was already <laughs> there. So uh, be warned. Uh, check the dress code. Love it. So fun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that about wraps that up. I think without any further ado, it is time for us to jump into the news in the queue. For our first piece of news in the queue, we're going to be out in Disneyland, where the Adventureland Treehouse is finally going to open on November 10th. 
Uh, this is the return of the Swiss family Robinson to the treehouse, which was taken over by Tarzan for so many years. And I think it's almost, it's kind of hilarious that it's taken twice as long to refurbish the tree than it took to build not only the tree, but to build all of Disneyland in the first place. Uh, no uh, comment, yes. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel about uh, Moana. I'm just like, are we still talking about this? Yeah, Moana, though, all that once you got in there and you saw all that rock work, um, you saw all of that infrastructure for the water that had to be done, I kind of appreciated when it went to Moana. Um, this is, you know, the refurbishment of an existing structure. Uh, they demolished the old entrance, which kind of went across the pathway and made a, a bottleneck around the bridge to pirates. Rough so that's, that's great. Um, I was so hoping that when I was there last week that I'd be able, this would be open, but no such luck it does look great um it yes. looks just like the concept art uh we've got all of these new rooms uh that are sort of loosely inspired by swiss family robinson but they've kind of updated the family so each room corresponds to a different member of the family and they each have their own interest um but uh i i did not see the water wheel working yet and i think that's the big thing that everyone's uh, waiting for the return of the moving working water wheel absolutely and i'm excited to uh, explore how c the society of explorers yes. adventures is going to kind of fit in with little nods and whatnot yeah i think those are going to be some real subtle easter eggs mm -hmm. uh we've, we've noticed uh, some signage relating to that right like um, a name on a book yeah 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 um but we do know uh, they've broken down for us the the you know various components of uh the house uh, starting with that uh water wheel which generates the energy that powers all of the the different things that are throughout the house um there's a daughter who's uh, an astronomer so uh you see telescopes and uh the things she uses to track the stars uh mother is into music and this is where you get to hear the classic swiss polka again yes um the twin brothers are into plants and animals and dad is into gadgets and appliances uh there's also a um, kitchen with i guess food that cooks itself somehow uh so we're gonna uh, see all of this starting on november 10th interesting choice for a opening date just with the holidays getting ramped yeah. up and we know it's going to be super busy exactly time, exactly so very interesting yes uh because the hall as you mentioned the holidays at disneyland officially kick off that same day november 10th mm -hmm. they run through january 7th uh if you are not a vlogger uh i would probably avoid november 10th because everyone will be there trying to get their first videos up um but i am... will be there in the future <laughs> in the fe i will be there in the future um yeah. i i am looking forward to it um i am they haven't talked uh I i'm hoping that there's still uh enough to see on the ground level this is a, a great attraction but it definitely dates back to the days before ada uh you mm -hmm. would never build a, a walking attraction with this many stairs today um and uh you know when it was tarzan there was an area on the lower level with like pots and pans to bang on and there were things that were uh you know, ADA accessible down on the lower level. So uh, I'm assuming uh, that there'll be something similar when this reopens. Um, while we're out at Disneyland, let's talk a little bit about Pixar Place Hotel, yes. which is officially opening on January 30th, 2024. Uh, coming up not too long. Um, this has been 
so many different things. Uh, it was the Pacific Pan Pacific Hotel once upon a time. <laughs> then it was bought by Disney. It was a Paradise Pier uh, hotel for a while. And now it's going to be themed to Pixar. Yes, I have been writing a lot about it, and I still mm. write the wrong thing every single time. I've been every time for Pier Hotel, every Paradise time. Place. Like it's just one of those things that I cannot get right. Pixar Place Hotel. Pixar Place Hotel. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, hop in there when you were just at Disneyland? I did not, um, because uh, you know the the lobby, uh, the the public areas are still pretty much a construction zone. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. The last time I stayed there it was uh like kind of like staying in an amazon warehouse because it was just like you know they had turned a ballroom into the lobby and it was it was not particularly festive and the the prices were not any lower um yes. so I i'm waiting like for it to store. i went into yeah the i'm waiting i did not get get a chance to see that um i'll have to check that out i'm waiting for it to all be finished up so i can see it with fresh eyes but uh, we do have some artist renderings of the guest rooms, um, which uh, reminds me a little of the guest rooms at the Contemporary that they incredibilized. And also uh, Pop Century. Yeah, and Pop Century. It's it's your basic Disney uh, hotel modern um, with the uh, kind of vinyl tiles on the floor that look like hardwood and uh, some, you know, Pixar-ish primary colors and a big uh, mural on the wall of Pixar characters. Um, I think the two signature items that are, are going to be in the decor are uh, the um, the lamp, the yeah. uh, the Luxo Jr. lamp, and uh, a, uh, a pillow on the bed in the shape of the ball. Yes, very yeah, cool. I, I, also, I really he, like the headboards, uh, and so they're going to be different uh, Pixar animated films integrated in there, and mm-hmm. Actually, Pixar animated studio artists worked on some of the art pieces, they said. Uh, I got to say the part I am most looking to um, looking forward to is maybe a great maple restaurant. Uh, I've had a mixed history with the restaurants uh, at that hotel. And, uh, you know, they've had a a character buffet that was good sometimes and not so good some other times. Um, But this is, you know, one of the first times that they've, I can remember they've partnered with a, a pre-existing restaurant to open a branch inside an on-site hotel. Um, so if you are looking for uh, Southern style comfort food, like uh, their specialty is chicken and waffles, um, but uh, you can have bacon donuts and mac and cheese. Um, it does not, uh, well, I think there are some healthier uh, options on the menu, but if you want to eat unhealthy, this looks like a pretty good <laughs> yeah, place to do it. Lunch and dinner, splurge. Yeah. And uh, I do know that they have wrapped up work on some of the elements up on the roof. Uh, they've got that new splash pad and pool theme to Finding Nemo going. Uh, I love this uh, adorable <laughs> fire pit uh, shaped yes. uh, like anger from inside out. Um, and as you mentioned, the store is yes. open right now. Uh, yes. and- it's interesting how they're rolling out slowly uh, 
it's very hard to like explain to people like it's opening January, but yeah. we're getting little tidbits. The Great Maple is opening, I believe, like November, and then mm. I think shortly after, just outside of the store in the lobby, is that coffee shop that they also redid. So yes. that's going to open for like grab and go stuff, also mm. sometime in November after yep. Maple. And I believe they're also going to uh, have some food uh, on a bar from a bar up on the the pool deck soon yes. too. Um, I do think it's amusing that they uh, called the store store E. Mm -hmm, yes. uh, uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't just call it by and large. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I do love this uh, Monsters Inc. art uh, and the newly expanded uh, fitness center that they have. Yeah, uh, oh, I guess I love that'll, that that'll motivate you to keep keep going. Um, still waiting for that lobby to finish up, but we know that there will be a, uh, a Luxo Junior lamp balancing on the Pixar ball uh, under a new um, kind of Calder-esque uh, um, mobile hanging from the ceiling. Very so. cool. Yeah. So, and then also uh, in November, November 2nd, I believe, is when Palm Breeze Bar opens at the Villas at Disneyland Hotel. Yes. So I'm excited that there's some new options, you know. I feel like when the Villas at Disneyland Hotel opened, that brought in another bank of occupancy, and there's just not enough dining. If you've ever hung out around downtown Disney, it's hard to eat. Yeah, sometimes. well, especially now with the the complex that was the AMC and the Earl of Sandwich right. gone, uh, there are definitely not enough dining options on the west side of downtown Disney to support the hotel guests. Uh that will we've talked before that'll be changing soon with a whole bunch of new restaurants coming in i i did not uh check out this hotel but i did check out the new villas at disneyland hotel during yes. my visit and was surprised to find uh gated uh you know key card gates added to all of the entrances that i used to use to get to trader sam's uh when i'm not staying on site uh, you can still get through the main entrance closest to security most of the day, but it looks like that also has a key card now, and there's a sign saying that it uh, is closed after 9 p.m. So it, it definitely seems like they are not, you know, obviously it's one of those things where as, as long as you don't look too suspicious, you can sort of loiter around until someone comes out and just slip your way in, but it does not look like they are particularly encouraging off-site guests to uh, use the facilities there right now because I think they're at capacity you know you add all, the, all those new rooms and you don't add more food and dine uh, food and drinks people got to go somewhere absolutely uh, and that's why I was surprised but also not surprised so Palm Breeze, Palm Breeze Bar at the Villas is going to be open to the public and their menu mm. is quite robust like with pizzas and everything and but you know what Disneyland Hotel needs that yeah. It needs kind of like somewhere to grab and go because if you've ever, you know, hung around Trader Sam's, which I'm always hanging around there, it is a line of people that are very angry. At yeah. The hostess, whoever is working. Yeah. Uh, three in the afternoon, there was a line out the door. I didn't even bother asking. Um, yeah. No Trader Sam's for me that trip. Aww. Well, sad face. It's not the same without you there. Yes. All right. Uh, in other Disney news, back on the East Coast, Disney After Hour events are returning to Walt Disney World in 2024. If you can't get enough of hard ticket events where you pay more than the price of one day admission for a few hours in the park, uh, you are going to be very excited because uh, 
Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot are all going to be participated in these separately ticketed events. Oh, yeah, I'm a little upset. <laughs> I, I miss the days when I could just like go to Tambu at like 11 p.m., have a drink, and then go to Magic Kingdom and play into the wee hours. Uh, so I. I miss I well I miss times when Magic Kingdom was regularly open till 11 p.m. or midnight yeah. for regular admission. I also admit miss when there were e-ticket nights where you could just add on for 20 bucks, uh, you know, three or four hours. This, uh, so basically in this you get uh, entry into the park starting at 7 p.m. Uh, and then. Um, the event uh is going to run i'm sorry i've just missed uh lost on this uh piece of paper or this article i'm reading the closing time um but uh it's basically only a few hours in the park uh but you do get all you can eat ice cream treats popcorn and non-alcoholic beverages uh, along with uh, popular rides and character experiences. Yeah, I mean, I this is personally, I don't think for you or I, but I can see the family that is coming, that is purchasing tickets out of pocket. Maybe that's the day where they don't purchase theme park tickets, but do like Disney Springs for lunch, mm -hmm. and or maybe the pool, yeah. and then come at night and use that as their park day. Uh, yeah. But yes, I think it serves a specific purpose, but yeah, I'm still salty of, I love going to Magic Kingdom late at night. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, the seasonal uh, hard ticket events uh, at uh, the Magic Kingdom are perfect uh, for that kind of thing. Uh, you know, you because you are getting, uh, you know, exclusive entertainment, usually, you know, special fireworks or a special parade or something that you're, you can't see uh, every other day. Um, right. This is, uh, you know, there, there, there might, there'll be some extras, but they're, they're you know, they're not pr really promoting anything unique. The one unique thing that I do think uh, will be going on is at the Magic Kingdom on these event yes. nights, there will be a queue, a standby queue for Tron. Uh, so I think these people are paying a lot of money to be guinea pigs uh, for what Tron will be like when they finally get rid of virtual queue. Um, but uh, so if you want to do this at the Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, you are going to pay between $155 and $175 for this. Uh, at Epcot, it's a bargain at only $149 to $159. Uh, November 14th is when these go on sale to the general public. But if you have a uh, hotel stay booked on site uh, during one of the select nights, uh, these are happening January through April. Uh, you can buy your tickets starting on November 7th. Yes. And then I know the big thing for many that loved Enchantment, that is only returning for ticket holders of Magic Kingdom After Hours events. So I thought that was pretty interesting. If you're a big fan, that may entice you enough yes. to want to try it. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I misspoke when I said that there was nothing uh, extra. Um, Enchantment is, uh, you know, if you are a fan of that one, uh, and if you were to uh, buy a ticket both for the park during the day and this hard ticket at night, that would be a very expensive way to see both Happily Ever After and Enchantment uh, in the same night, I guess. Um, so, uh, DisneyWorld.com, uh, if you want more information about these events. All right, Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea 
is opening up on June 6, 2024. And gosh, uh, if anyone out there is listening, wants to send me out there, please, <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. oh, a dream for sure. This is the new expansion to Tokyo Disney Sea, which is the uh, sister park to Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, and it features uh, three themed areas, one based on Frozen, one based on Tangled, and one based on Peter Pan's Neverland. And they look simply spectacular. Yes, I am most excited for the Neverland one because that's just, oh, it's just something that we haven't tapped into enough in domestic parks. I love Peter Pan's flight, but it's not enough for me. So I can just imagine how they're going to, you know, knock this out of the park just based on the artist renderings. Yeah. Um, I, Peter Pan's flight is definitely, uh, the, the new Peter Pan ride should, I should say is definitely the thing that I have the most curiosity about mm -hmm. <laughs> what it is, what it does. Right. Um, but the entire expansion, uh, which is going to be the eighth, uh, port at, uh, at Disney Seas, um, it is it's pretty impressive when you consider that uh, you know Hong Kong is opening up a frozen land, uh, which uh, I'll be out there reporting on for attractions soon. Um, that's just a fraction of what they've got uh, added here in Tokyo. Um, so you've got. Frozen Kingdom, which is based on Frozen, Rapunzel's Forest, which is Tangled, and Peter Pan's Neverland. Um, the entrance is between the Lost River Delta and the Arabian Coast area. Uh, and in addition to these three themed areas, um, we've also got uh, new hotels. Yes. Um, so it's it's the complete package. Like some places would call this an entire theme park and <laughs> call it a day. Right. And we're not just talking a new hotel. We're talking an attached hotel. Yes. I love, love, love that. So you're going to yes. have park entry. And I'm assuming some rooms will have the amazing views. But you'll oh, be yes. paying for it, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. They, this is what they call a park integrated hotel. Um, and it's it's called Fantasy Springs Hotel, and it's kind of like two hotels in one. Uh, they've got the deluxe side, which is called the Fantasy Chateau. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, on-site hotels in Tokyo are not cheap. Uh, but if you really want to go all out, they have a luxury-type Grand Chateau. And I'm sure that is the one that is going to have the most exclusive views into the park. Um, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, yes. You know, and plus just being able to practically walk out of the lobby and straight into the park mm -hmm. uh, is a huge, huge benefit. Absolutely. Um, and then if you are in America, our dollar is so strong there. So mm. ticket prices are already, you're going to be shocked. By it. it comes out to like $68 or something crazy a day when you Amazing. compare it to domestic park prices. And it's also like merchandise too. Ears are so expensive here. I think they're like under $20 there. So Yes, it's a lot to get there, and the hotel is probably a lot, but there's a lot of other ways that you can kind of save compared compared to U.S. parks. Absolutely, yeah. I'm uh, doing my research and starting to plan because uh, I I was already hoping to be there in the fall of uh, 2024, so this lines up perfectly. Unless, like I said, someone wants to send me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, just to recap, because we've talked about it in past episodes, but uh, to break it down, the new attractions we're going to have in uh, the Kingdom of Arendelle, uh, you've got Anna and Elsa's Frozen Journey, which is basically a clone of what we're getting in Hong Kong very soon, and which is kind of a slightly tweaked version of what we already have in Epcot, uh, just with better animatronic faces. Real faces, um, yes. Real faces, <laughs> yes. Um, 
you've got uh, in Rapunzel's forest, there is a boat ride uh, with the floating floating lanterns uh, for from the lantern festival in uh, Tangled. Um, and like I mentioned, um, Peter Pan's Neverland, uh, not only do you have Captain Hook's pirate ship, which is kind of a nod to the, the old pirate ship that was in Fantasyland at the original Disneyland, um, but you've got two rides. Uh, one is a, a Tinkerbell spinner, uh, looks like a family-friendly ride, but the right. other is this flying Peter Pan attraction that, I, I don't know, from the concept art, it's got to be some sort of simulator, maybe? Um, I'm, I'm assuming tell, yeah. there's got to be lots of screens, um, but we, we really don't know exactly what it is uh, or what it does, and I'm very excited to find out. Yes, and just like that rendering, it looks a lot to me, a little bit the pirate ship and stuff like Disneyland Paris, which is one of my favorite lands there where mm. they have, you can walk through the Skull Rock mm -hmm. and whatnot. So it, I'm sure this is going to be like next level, but just a little taste of it. So uh, as we mentioned, this all uh, opens up June 6th, 2024. Uh, and you can find more information at tokyodisneyresort.jp. And moving on for more Disney news, this time on the high seas, uh, if you did not have enough reasons already to book a voyage on the Disney Treasure cruise ship, uh, they have revealed the Haunted Mansion Parlor, which is a Haunted Mansion themed bar that is, uh, there's going to be a line out the door to get in this one uh, when the new Disney Treasure cruise ship oh. sets sail in December of 2024. Yes, uh, I'm excited for it. But yeah, like you said, I mean, we see how hard it is to get into Hyperspace Lounge on the Wish. They had to use a whole system. That is definitely, definitely going to happen here. Uh, mm -hmm going to be rough because it does look amazing and this oh, is the first ever haunted mansion bar so yeah so basically if you ever like were riding through the haunted mansion we're really tempted to just kind of get up out of your doom buggy and just sort of move in and live Always. there you're going to be camped out uh here uh that you know it's it looks uh very much taken from the design aesthetic of the original haunted mansion right. uh but they've kind of woven in uh in addition to, you know, classic characters like the hitchhiking ghosts who are going to appear as ghostly images in the mirror behind the bar. Uh, they've also woven in a story of a new character, which is a cursed sea captain. Um, so it's kind of kind of tie the classic Haunted Mansion together with Mystic Manor and other uh, similar related attractions um, all across the world. Yes. And, you know, if you've been in, they said this is the exact same size as hyperspace. It is mm -hmm. really small. Like these mm -hmm. pictures really make it look way bigger than it is. It's really intimate. Uh, but if you do want to fight your way inside, mm -hmm. I do have to say the drinks look good. The drinks look excellent. Um, we've got three featured uh, in this article. Um, there's a blood orange and sour cherry uh, zero proof cocktail called sympathetic libation. It looks so cool too. Uh, another mocktail, uh, made with ube. So it's mm -hmm. purple, uh, uh, garnished with a gummy eyeball, of course. <laughs> uh, and if you want something a little stronger, you can get a spooky margarita served amidst a swirl of flavored smoke 
and it's got a secret message that is only revealed under black light. So, uh, drink and a show all in one. Uh, and if you want, <laughs> and of course, uh, to, to remember your cocktail, uh, they have all sorts of really nice looking merchandise, uh, mugs, shirts, uh, a really expensive looking clock yes, <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> a mirror, uh, again, with the hitchhiking ghosts that mysteriously appear. Yes. If you can get in here, I mean, I would probably purchase them all. The mug especially taps into kind of the overall oh, yeah. theme of the Disney treasure itself, this which I kind of love how it does that. Uh, the shirt, amazing. And hopefully we'll get maybe some sort of mugs. I don't know. I feel like this they do. Turder Sam's already does the Haunted Mansion tiki mugs. Why I, Why isn't that part of this? You know? Yes. Hoping, waiting. Absolutely. I hope so. Um, the other thing I'm curious about, uh, this kind of went a little uh, wild on social media. Uh, the back of this uh, concept art shows the Donald Duck chair. Uh, if you don't know, uh, this is a chair that appeared in the Haunted Mansion right next to the endless hallway near the beginning of the ride. And people think that the design on it looks like uh, Donald Duck's face. Mm -hmm. um, and this uh, not long ago disappeared from the Orlando version of the ride. It looks like they are installing the um, Hatbox Ghost animatronic that yeah. we are getting in Orlando right where this was. So uh, a lot of folks are speculating whether this is a uh, recreation, a tribute, or if this is the actual chair Ooh. from the ride. Uh, it, if it is, it's... 50 something years old and probably isn't gonna stand up well if people are sitting in and taking selfies uh so no. <laughs> i i hope it's a recreation and the original is it, in the archives oh it's in the archives i really hope, <laughs> I really hope. um but we will find out for sure when disney treasure sets sail and uh we recommend as always mouse fan travel uh, can provide you with a free quote to book that trip definitely and i think you, the sailings, I think, start at seven nights, so hopefully mm -hmm. you can get in there. I think because, night, so. yes, because the hyperspace is, uh, I think that's all three and four night sailings. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot more, you know, FOMO. There's there's way too much to do on that ship that you can squeeze into a, when you got a full week, hopefully that spreads it out a little bit more. Hopefully, but, you know, probably can't hang there every night, which would be my dream. Probably not. Well, we'll wrap up the news in the queue with a look at Sesame Place near Philadelphia, where they have just announced all new holiday experiences for 2023. Uh, they're kicking off on November 18th and running through January 7th with a special preview on the 17th just for season pass holders. Yeah, so cute. I haven't been to this park since I was a kid, but it's adorable. I also love their holiday merch. I was just looking at the uh, gingerbread pillows that I got last year. Oh, that's so great. Cute. They have the best stuff. Um, yes, this is because uh, I grew up in Jersey mm -hmm. and I loved Sesame Street. This was uh, at least once or twice a year uh, made a visit. And it's yeah been far too long since I was there. But uh, this year, um, most importantly, Santa Claus is going to make his first appearance there on November 18th uh, at Santa's Grand Illumination. He's going to light up the park uh, and meet guests for the first time of the season. Um, you can uh, meet Santa in uh, a bunch of different, uh, two different ways there. Uh, they've got Santa's Christmas Dine, um, which includes a meet and greet with Santa. 
Uh, and they've also got a meet and greet in Santa's furry workshop, uh, which now has new theme sections and interactive queue elements. Love it. Yeah. So fun. It's a, it's just such a great family park. Perfect for families with younger ones. And mm -hmm. this is a great way to get it in. And it's all, you know, besides some of the upcharge stuff, it's all included with normal admission. You're not paying yep. for an after hours event. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The uh, also included is the Christmas story time um, in the studio theater and uh, twas the night celebration. Um, and that is taking place on December 24th, sending Santa back to the North Pole. Oh, cute. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, you might be interested in the Hanukkah celebration, which includes a sing-along, uh, a menorah lighting ceremony. And uh, this year they've got an all-new Hanukkah story time with a surprise character and a Hanukkah activity station. Uh, along with a Kwanzaa celebration taking place from December 26th through January 1st, and a New Year's celebration with fireworks on December 31st. So fun. I love when they do those mock New Year's Eve countdowns for, for kids, you know, where they counted down at like 3 p.m. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you know, long before uh, Peppa Pig uh, <laughs> was, was getting all the new, you know, all the headlines, um, this was like the original world-class theme park designed for little little kids yeah. and uh you know i'm i'm glad that they've uh you know kept it up and continued to add things through the years um need to make a trip back there but feel a little creepy going i i, I need to to rent a child rent yeah. a small child to go yeah. um so if you want more information check out sesameplace.com and that is going to bring us to the end of our news in the queue. Uh, before we jump into our main attraction, let us hear a word from our sponsors. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time. It's time for the main attraction. All right, for this week's main attraction, we are going to talk about what is new for the 2023 holiday season at Walt Disney World. Uh, holidays are fast approaching. Uh, officially, the celebration runs November 11th through December 31st, uh, but there's some things that start a little earlier, run a little later. Uh, the big new headliner this year is the Frozen Holiday Surprise Show. Uh, which is coming to the Magic Kingdom. It's been a while since we've had a Frozen uh, projection show on the castle, uh, and, but now it is back nightly as of November 7th. Yes, and I know a lot of people are confused because there's been quite a few shows in the same rain in front of the castle with the many there was like elsa's christmas wish or something yep. mm -hmm. there was yeah there's been multiple names uh sometimes there were like physical icicles i don't think that there's any actual icicles on the castle this year <laughs> no. um i was i gotta tell you i was shocked when i was at disneyland and there's the pumpkin 
on Main Street, mm -hmm. and at the other end of Main Street, the castle has snow on it already. Yes. And I was like, ah, cognitive dissonance when holidays collide. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this one is a a new production, uh, but it is uh, similar to previous ones. Going to combine live characters uh, with lighting and projection mapping. Uh, this one is going to feature Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf, and the Snowgies. Uh, those Huge. cute little miniature snowmen from Frozen Fever. Yes, they they really get their time in the sun. You know, they're at Blizzard Beach now. Mm -hmm. they're, they're all over. They the blown up. Heroes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they've had, yes, you're right. Uh, there, it started with a Cinderella mm -hmm. Christmas show. Uh, then there was an Elsa show. Then they kind of stopped doing it uh, for a while. And then there was the 50th. Um, so Frozen Holiday Surprise is the name of the new production. Uh, but it might look a little bit like some of the old productions. Um, yeah. Sure, we're going to have a much more sophisticated projection mapping, though, because they've come a long way with that in just the last few years. Yes. Uh, and what I am most excited for is Disney Jollywood Nights at yes. Disney Hollywood Studios, a brand new event that is essentially for adults. I mean, they really came out and said that on Good Morning America. Right. This event is for adults. And yeah. So I this is seen. if if you liked the idea of uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas parties, uh, but they were just a little too family focused for you, you want to mm -hmm. feel a little more comfortable walking around with a cocktail. Uh, this one is for you. Um, it is also a hard ticket, separately priced event. Um, they announced this last summer, uh, and we, we've talked before about some of the details. Um, you're going to have a new variety show called Disney Holidays in Hollywood inside the, uh, the Beauty and the Beast Theater. And then inside the Frozen Theater, they've got a uh, show with Mickey and Minnie teaming up with Kermit and Miss Piggy plus Belle and Tiana. So that is like the Disney multiverse. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's going to be then, really hard. I'm I'm already like mapping out my plan of attack for the evening because they also announced the foodie guide, which has been amazing. Like there's so much that they're doing food wise, but then also entertainment. Uh, this show with Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy yep. live is going to be, uh, you know, in demand. Yep. So it's going to be hard to do it all. Um, even skipping all rides, which I'm going to do. It's going to be really tough to get everything in. Absolutely, because uh, that show that, that I just mentioned, I'm sorry, that is in the Theater of the Stars, which is the Beauty and the Beast Theater. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hyperion Theater, which is the Frozen Theater, is going to have the Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. Um, so I'm assuming that might be similar to the Frozen sing-along that they do. I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be the entire movie. Uh, I got to, to see that once on a Disney ship, which was a lot of fun, but I'm guessing this is going to be an edited down version of uh just the songs from nightmare before christmas so that should be a lot of fun yeah and definitely fun that is probably like lower on my list of a priority because it's yeah. so long when you compare it to I mean, it's gonna be amazing i'm sure Everything what about else. what about meeting the characters uh mickey and friends holiday greeting in animation courtyard uh you got the fab five there in their holiday costume yes, i'm sorry I, we got six of them Yes. Uh, so I love the story with this. It's like they came off the movie set from just working right. the production. This is going to be so cute. Probably also a long line as we've seen. Oh, yeah. Jack and Sally was three hours at Magic mm. this year. Wow. Uh, this is like something I could walk past and see and be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, but 
but what I'm most excited for are the lounges, which yes. I cannot believe yes. that we are going to get to go to the tip top club. That is probably what I am going to in my plan of attack rope drop. You know, I'm going to get there <laughs> early. Uh, then also the Brown Derby is doing a jazz soiree. And they included in the announcement that they'll be using a virtual queue for that. So that's good. Uh, all right. So scan in and uh, get your your return number for that as quickly as you can. Yes. Um, the the Tip Top Club, uh, you know, am I the only one? Did I dream this? That there was a brief time where they almost put a bar inside the exit of... Uh... So, <laughs> yes, that was a rumor at one point, but it was really funny. I think I told you this story. It was around the same time that Nomad Lounge was opening at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Right, and yes, the yes. Opening, and one of the Imagineers was there, and I was like, hey, what is this rumor with them putting a bar uh -huh. there? And he's like, it's totally fabricated. That was never an idea. It was just like the internet jumped with it. Well, you know, sometimes the internet tells you what you should be doing. So this this yeah. is obviously... Uh, um, you know, there's a demand for this. Uh, it's just a shame that it is uh, outside. Uh, I could have sworn that there's a uh, like a private space up on the level up above the uh, gift shop. That, yes, so um, that's where it is. So it's on that second level. Oh, it is on. Part. It is on yeah. there. Oh, okay, this, great, great. Yeah, I thought so they were just putting space. it out in the courtyard. No, fantastic. Yeah, so this is the space that you can rent if you do Disney weddings. Yes, yes. So, oh, okay. Well, then it I'm might be it might be worth the price of admission to this event just to get up into that space. I would be 100%. I would that be camping like, out in there all night for sure. Oh yeah, that is it for me. <laughs> uh, and um, if you are a fan of Gertie the dinosaur, uh, you can get a cookie shaped like her at Gertie's Ice Cream of Extinction. Um, Loved what everyone did on socials with that. Yeah, it was very fun. <laughs> um and finally those jingle bell jingle bam fireworks uh which have not been around since the pandemic are going to be coming back uh during this event uh, mo moving over to epcot and the epcot resorts um of course we're going to have lavish decoration not only in the park uh but also at the yacht club resort um and uh, there is going to be, as always, a new art display made out of gingerbread. Um, they, uh, traditionally, we get those at the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Boardwalk, the Beach Club, the Animal Club, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, now we're going to have one at the Yacht Club as well. Very excited. I love the Beach Club, how it has the carousel with mm -hmm. all the horses of the different characters it is yeah. such a you know a favorite little tradition to go around and look at everything so we get something new a uh, few things that aren't uh directly tied to the um holiday celebrations but are happening around the same time uh long-awaited new epcot show the new new epcot show since we had a new one and then that one was supposed to be forever but it wasn't forever because we had another one <laughs> harmonious that was not that harmonious so that was gone and so now we've got luminous the symphony of us and that is finally debuting on december 5th 2023 and um whether it's good, whether it's bad, it's not going to plant a giant barge in the middle of the lake all day and all night. So yeah. all that matters. Is it just me or do all the names for the Epcot new celebrations sound like perfume names from like the 90s? <laughs> like Calvin Klein. I, yeah. 
yes. It's. I mean, it, at this point, everything either sounds like a perfume or it sounds like a uh, a medication. You know. So as long as it's not Ozempic, the Symphony of Us, I'm fine. Um, uh, we're also looking forward to sometime in December, uh, the center of Epcot finally reopening, uh, and those Christmas crowds having a little more elbow room, uh, in the middle of world celebration. Um, Absolutely. other favorite things that are coming back just to run through real quickly, uh, Minnie's holiday dining character lunch and dinner is coming back to Hollywood studios on November 8th. Um, and uh, we've got Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on select nights, November 9th through the 22nd. Uh, we don't know anything uh, that is particularly new about this year's party. Um, it's pretty much uh, if you've been to one Very Merry Christmas Party, you've been to them all. Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, love Disney Springs Christmas and all yes. their holiday celebrations. Uh, it is free. You don't have to pay to get in. Best uh, thing about it. Tree Trail is so cool. I love it. You can also meet Santa there. They do a really, I feel like their virtual queue system with that is really seamless. Anytime I've tried to use it. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, the decor there is just so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you can check out that Christmas tree stroll and the nightly snowfall in the town center starting November 10th. Uh, and my personal favorite uh, thing at Disney uh, during the Christmas season is living with the land when they decorate the boathouse, uh, the, the boat tour with Christmas lights. Uh, yeah. They call it glimmering greenhouses. Uh, and that is coming back along with the candlelight processional um, and, and the festival storytellers. Here. Yeah, a lot of, lot of new folks. Uh, November 24th is when that kicks kicks off and uh those new folks include chrissy metz louise fonzie and margaret brandon frazier yes someone is going to bring him a cup of coffee i hope well i hope they i hope someone makes a shirt like with cocoa as the word replaced in it since it's like a holiday thing i don't ah, know <laughs> you well i think you've got to do that now i know now i have to do it uh, even longoria joey mcintyre sterling k brown jordan fisher and audra mcdonald um, lineup. I mean, I feel like this year is really a lot of A-listers that they threw in there. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Excellent lineup. And um, other favorites that are coming back, we don't have specific dates about, uh, but we are assuming that they will be through the holiday season, uh, such as the Jingle Cruise at Magic Kingdom, um, the Merry Menagerie yes. Puppets at Animal Kingdom, uh, the Sunset Season Greeting Projections at Hollywood Studios, and the holiday bar at Jock Lindsay's in Disney Springs. Um, so keep an eye out for all of those. It's uh, it's not a lot of really big new headliners, but it's a lot of thing, little things coming back. Um, finally getting fully back to kind of the pre-pandemic lineup, which is nice. Absolutely, yes. I will be at opening of Jollywood. What about you? Excellent. Um, uh, if they uh, would like to offer me a press comp, possibly, but we, I can't justify buying an annual pass and then also uh, going to all of these hard ticket events. I, I'm uh, with you. I did purchase a ticket against like every fiber of my being, but I will say I don't do that often. The only thing I buy a ticket for besides my annual pass is Oogie Boogie Bash. 
which is I, my favorite Disneyland event. I put hard limits on myself, but I could not miss. You, you got to draw a line somewhere, but I yeah. would say that that tip top club at the uh, Tower of Terror uh, may be worth that price of admission. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to the end. Uh, before we wrap this up, let us take a look at some of the comments that you left us during the live broadcast. And wow, you guys left us a bunch of comments. So uh, we're going to try to flow through them real quick. Uh, Brian Sager was wondering if the new treehouse uh, for Disneyland uh, will draw inspiration from SEA's lore. Um, and we have heard that, yes, you are correct. Uh, we will have some, at least some Easter eggs right. um, but tied I don't think to that. The story was inspired by C, if that makes sense. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. the existing story and then it's going to be sprinkled in with some of the C stuff is what I kind of think. Um, Brian was also wondering about the walkway from uh, Disney California Adventure uh, for uh was uh, Paradise Pier, now it's Pixar Place Hotel Guests. Is it still uh, there? What? Yes, I just used it. Um, uh, at Rope Drop, you definitely have to have a card to get through there. Um, you don't have a have to card to use it as an exit, and it's a great exit if you uh, are staying at one of those motels on the west side of the right. resort. Um, but uh, it is still there, and it is definitely a great perk uh, in the mornings for folks who are staying at that hotel. Right. And I don't um, see them changing it because there's really kind of very little perks to staying on site, you know. Uh, this is one of the major ones, and I feel like they're going to definitely keep it when the official rebrand happens in January. Brian, Brian was on a roll. We've got like a lot of comments from Brian. So thank you, Brian, for being our third co-host today, uh, pointing out that not only that is Tron going to standby line for after hours, but Rise of the Resistance, which has a standby line, is going back to virtual queue. So who knows? Um I don't know. I and, just can't see the majority of people going to Jollywood Nights caring about Rise of the Resistance because this is like a fan servicing event, if that makes sense. You know? Yes, this absolutely. Is for Disney people. So I, I'm interesting. It is interesting that they are using the virtual queue system for us because, I mean, that's like nowhere near on my list of what I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah. You got, you got other priorities. Um, uh, finally, from Brian, uh, when we were talking about Tokyo Disneyland, he mentioned that they are introducing mobile ordering for select dining locations on November 8th for the first time. Uh, this is something new for OLC. You know, it's interesting that Japan is such a uh, technologically advanced country uh, compared to the United States in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but uh, they were still using paper fast passes long after we got rid of ours. They're still, hey, I love paper fast you know, use traditional cues for a lot of things, um, mostly because people there uh, seem to be able to wait in a queue um, without, you know, causing fist fights that end up on TikTok, uh, right. unlike folks uh, over here. So... Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, mobile ordering does over there. Um, a few other comments we had. Nathan Retta, it's his 30th happy birthday. birthday. Yo, happy birthday. That's an exciting one. 30 was one of my favorites. Happy birthday. Um, and uh, Brian had another uh, comment, uh, said, uh, 
for the Disney treasure, um, he mentions that they uh, draw in, drew inspiration from Raleigh Crump's Museum of the Weird, one of my favorite uh, lost, unbuilt Disney attractions yeah. that's tied to the Haunted Mansion. So uh, we'll definitely look for those Easter eggs. Um, and uh, they also mention ties into Phantom Manor. Uh, he was also worrying about wondering about the Donald Duck chair as well. Um, I don't think they're going to put it there. <laughs> I mean, Disney is so careful, meticulous with their, uh, you know, archived stuff. Uh, Brian Tull is chiming in to say he's excited for the new Christmas show in Disney World and for Frozen. And at Disneyland, uh, he's looking out for those new Mickey and Friends Christmas outfits. Oh, yes. These uh, are the mid-century modern ones, right? Yes. Really they, yeah, we country. talked about those uh, mm -hmm. before, and they look fantastic. Um, and it looks like Brian is going to be fighting you for uh, first into the Tip Top Club <laughs> as well. Um, all right. Uh, well... And uh, I, I got to end with this. Uh, his last comment from Brian is he is wishing for a duo at the <laughs> Candlelight Processional of Brendan Fraser with Neil Patrick Harris. That would be gold. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Brandon Fraser is going to be really busy. You know, yeah. I, I cannot wait for that. <laughs> all right. Um, well, Thank you uh, for all of you who left those great comments. Um, and before we go, we want to thank once more our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I want to remind everyone, please go and leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen to us, whether that's Spotify uh, or Apple Podcasts. And please be sure to follow attractionsmagazine.com and attractions magazine on whatever social media platform you're using these days carly where can folks find you yes i am on instagram at adventures by carly and on uh, twitter x at carly caramana and i am on all socials at s kuberski and also you can find me and my books at theunofficialguides.com and until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. We will see you again next time. Bye. Bye.